0: The a silver Toss a coin
1: to your witcher.
0: I like it. it. sounds tasty.
1: What about podcast AOD, like Richard AOD? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Stop Listening Now podcast. Did you just say you don't know who I don't Richard, Richard AOD is? A- Who's
0: Richard AOD fuck is wrong with you? Was he in?
1: Um, he's Rose an Tico? IT crowd. Su- <laughs> I- IT crowd, super popular British sitcom oh, that Chris yeah, O'Dowd yeah, came yeah, from. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you would probably most... Re- most recently you would recognize him specifically just his voice though. Um because he was the droid pilot, I think is what he was, in the uh prison break episode of The Mandalorian.
0: Mm. Introdasting. Yeah, that was
1: that was Richard Aote. Intradasting. Yeah.
0: That's not what this podcast so, is about though.
1: Yeah, this podcast is about welcome to Richard Aote cast. Uh, yeah, welcome to the welcome to the Aote cast. Uh I'm Richard and this is Aote. <laughs>
0: God damn it. so bad all right so today on stop this Out podcast in. we of course we are going to be talking about uh the complete season one of the witcher but who are netflix. you who am i like we said i'm <laughs> richard we, we already went through this jamie
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm bobby i'm jamie hi um but yeah the witcher season one uh, spoilers on netflix right off the gate spoilers spoilers man it's on, it's on netflix you can't be telling people that i, uh, not gonna lie. I was talking to my boss yeah, so, about the
0: podcast one time oh yeah and uh, i told him what it's called and he was like oh is that because like like you guys say like oh and if you want to avoid spoilers stop listening now and i was like nah, oh. but that's way better <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's way smarter than we ever were yeah we just both talk over each other as we try to warn people for spoilers and then make fun of people if they listen to stuff uh, and they haven't consumed said media before they listen to a podcast. Well, they are all it.
0: morons. So, you know, that that's easy. like
1: genuinely like my 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 biggest like pet peeve about shit like that. It's like there's no need to put that extra bit because it's like if you've gotten to the point that you're listening to a podcast about something and you're trying to figure out if you want to watch it or not or listen to or whatever it is. That's your problem. Yeah
0: also don't consume that content don't consume the review content
1: yeah don't it's, do it after yeah. my favorite thing is to watch review stuff after yeah, after I've, I've watched it consume content yeah like i watched uh i watched a season one breakdown of the witcher after i finished it and i was like this is awesome And they were pointing out stuff i didn't notice it was yeah, fucking World great gonna be way if better i watched that, that beforehand one. oh yeah dude we're gonna be the best one it's true what are you fucking talking we're
0: about? definitely not way too late on this one
1: Oh, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> season two's already out. And we're just doing season oh God. one.
0: Um, Yeah, I fucking loved it. I mean, I feel like dude, this I, is just going to be us dick sucking this show because both of us I, love it so much.
1: I will suck Cavill's Geralt dick till the fucking cows come home. For dude. That show is so goddamn good. It's insane. Dude, we're,
0: it. we're, we're really blessed. I was thinking about this the other day because we just finished The Mandalorian, obviously. And then we got The Witcher. It's like, bro, we're just like, this is a blessed time to be a fucking nerd. Like, this is insane. The Like, the, the fact that nerd culture and like the the super high production value of modern TV have like sort of collided now. This is yeah. the greatest time ever. And then we have Lord of the Rings coming soon. Like, man, like, this is the best time. This is the best time.
1: Oh, totally.
0: But yeah, I, I love The Witcher.
1: Yeah, I, I, I definitely like I I have some issues with certain aspects of the mm-hmm. show that we'll definitely get into, um, but as a whole, like as a, like a complete product, I fucking loved it, man. Yeah. Like that song is still stuck in my Come head. On, toss a fucking coin to your fucking Witcher, boy. Talk. Toss a coin to your fucking Witcher, dude. Man. Like. And I'm assuming the probably the podcast will eventually delve into some conversation about the game so I'll, I'll wait to talk about the game until that actually happens but um yeah dude it was just like i i went in with i wouldn't say high expectations no I, I was
0: pretty just middling on it i was just like like it could be it could be okay or it could be bad like you know because because i've also seen a couple episodes uh subtitled of the witcher show that they did in Poland, mm-hmm. which is fucking dog shit. It's fucking terrible. Absolute garbage. But I wasn't going to be that bad, obviously, but I was like, it's probably not going to be that good. It's probably just me. Okay. But I didn't expect this.
1: Me neither. Like I thought, I thought it was going to be enjoyable, you know, like not great. I, I like even before the show came out when they renewed it for a second season, like already, um, I don't normally mark that as like a stamp of something like a show being good.
0: Yeah. Cause you a lot know? of shit shows because get like, renewed from season two.
1: <laughs> and there's a lot of like, like high power executives and producers that can make those calls that have bad taste. So it like it, it, it's, I'm sure it's probably happened before where a show got an early, you know, renewal and the show actually was just complete and utter garbage. Um, but you know certain things about the show before it came out definitely like piqued my interest. Like one of the things about how they were um gonna try to double down on the gothic horror of it, mm-hmm. like re- that really piqued my interest. Um, the you know Henry Cavill doing all of his own stunts and not actually having a stunt double on the show as well, because it's like okay, that means like he's putting in a lot of work into this show and like really putting love and care into it, which then by proxy, that means that at least some of the scripts have to be pretty good for him to put that much effort into it. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. He doesn't have a perfect record, but I would say he has a pretty damn good one. Yeah.
0: Except for that Um, that one,
1: except for that one, The, the, the one we never speak of. Um, but, yeah, man, it was so good. It was fucking great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. I um, like.
0: I, I hate to be, like, the guy overhyping everything. I, I Like, even though I know I do it all the time. But um, I don't think I could have asked for it to be any better. Like... Me too. For me, as, like... Like, I guess you could come at it from a point of view of someone that doesn't understand The Witcher. And you would think it doesn't explain much it's probably very confusing to people that don't have like a pre-established knowledge of just like the basic lore of the witcher universe because it doesn't explain jack shit
1: it doesn't explain it doesn't do
0: a fucking thing to help those people out but obviously as someone that you know has almost a hundred hours in the witcher games fucking like to me it was perfect because i didn't I don't like those moments where a show gets bogged down with explaining its universe and stuff like all that stuff's kind of just blah, which is why I think Mandalorian worked because Star Wars is so established. They don't need to do that. They kind of took that yeah. approach with this one where they're like, people will just understand. Let's just go. Let's just start and we'll run with it from the beginning. And we'll just like, you know, full head of steam from the beginning. And for a yeah. show that's only was it eight, eight episodes?
1: Uh, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. I think it's eight.
0: It it really um like like not having those moments where it has to sit you down and explain stuff to me just improved the show. But I also understand it warranting some criticism that, you know, an average fan who doesn't necessarily know that much would probably have a bit of a confusing time with this one.
1: Yeah, to- totally understand. Sorry, I just like ran away from my desk for a second. Um, <laughs> I had my headphones on, so I heard all of that. Uh, sorry, what? Oh yeah, no, of course not. Yeah. Um, sorry, just talking to Paris there for a second. Uh, yeah, I like I I also did kind of like the fact that um, that it didn't really like explain much about the world at the beginning. Like I can totally understand why that would be off putting. Um, especially with like how much is going on in a world like that at one point Mm -hmm. and like what, like what witchers are and stuff like that. But I feel like even if you're someone who has no idea about like the world and that universe and that story by the end of the final episode, you have a pretty good grasp of
0: it. Yes. Although I will say my boss, he's a big fan of Game of Thrones, which is weird. He's actually never watched the show, but he's read all of the books like 50 times. He's he's, like massive fan of the books. And um, me and my other coworker, who is also a a pretty heavy gamer, we were both super excited for The Witcher. And we're talking about it at work all the time. And my boss was like, oh, it sounds really good. Like maybe I'll give it a try. He tried watching it. He came into work the next day and asked me one question. That solidified the fact that, like, a casual viewer will not understand what's going on. He literally asked me. He watched three episodes of the show. and He said, hey, what's a Witcher? <laughs>
1: oh, Jesus I went, Christ.
0: Yeah, just you can stop watching the show. Like, you can just stop. Because if, if it hasn't hooked you by then, you don't kind of have a grasp. It's, it's probably just not going to happen.
1: Yeah, because, like. Yeah, that 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 also might be a situation where like maybe they weren't like fully paying attention. Yeah,
0: he's also kinda kinda not. stupid. <laughs>
1: 'Cause <Yeah>. like <laughs> <laughs> 'cause like don't get me wrong, like they don't full, they don't like sit someone down. It's not like it's not like, you know, girl sitting across the table from Yasker and he's just like, Hey, so like this is what a witcher is. This is what I do. I have two swords. Well, there is actually a point where he does explain the two swords, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um so like, I, 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 but I can totally understand, like, it's definitely one where there was an episode that I had just on in the background. Like I had it on my other screen on my computer and I was doing stuff on the main screen. And when I started the next episode, I was like, what the fuck happened in the last one? So I had to stop that one, go back, <laughs> actually pay attention to it. And I was like, oh, this episode was, I don't know super important and it was the wedding episode (laughs) (laughs) like even though there's no because like now if at this point if you haven't watched the witcher and you're still listening you're fully aware of the spoilers but for people who don't know the show does not take place in one streamlined linear fashion um it jumps around a lot Um, and it doesn't
0: say a fucking thing about it it doesn't there say a thing about very it. Very small fucking hints love. that you can catch on to if you're astute enough. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, there's no text overlay. That's like 10 years earlier. There's none of that. No, yeah, the characters no, like, don't even here. really age or de-age very much.
1: Yeah. And it's and it's cool, too, because it's like all the characters that if it was done in a certain way that would age or de-age they are not part of those part of the stories. Like, you do not see them. Like, the wedding is pre siri being born. And she'd be the only character that, you know, of course, because she was not born yet, but, like, she would be, I think, one of the only characters that you would have to show the concept of time for them Mm -hmm. because Siri is so young. Um, Especially, even by when the season's over, she's still very, very young. So yeah series storyline
0: is kind of linear like it kind of just like from episode one to the end it's kind of
1: oh series yeah totally
0: yeah it kind of loops on itself a little bit towards the last episode where it just kind of restarts from the beginning again but for the most part like series is not jumping around because you kind of can't do that with a child but
1: Geralt's on the other hand
0: dude there's there's
1: (laughs) all over the place wasn't there
0: one where it's like 10 years or something like like in between episodes there's like a 10-year jump or something yeah the wedding yeah yeah, because the yeah, wedding cause- happens and then and like the next one when he's like they're fighting the uh the fuck is it? The the thing. What the fuck is it? The dragon. Oh the djinn. No, they're fighting the djinn. Oh the gin. Yeah. Yeah. And like Jennifer's mentioning like, you know, Yaskir, you have like crows like you have bad crows' feet and blah blah blah. And like they're talking about all the things that they've done. Because ten years have passed since the last time you saw. Uh, yeah. Yennefer and and like Yennefer and Geralt have been together, obviously. But the last time you saw them together was ten years before that.
1: Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And it does like it like, Bobby very said, like it's very little to it's, show. Yeah, it's like the it's the little things, which is why it's like a show that you have to like pay, you actually have to like pay attention to what people are saying because it's like those are the moments in the show that make you realize, okay, so like within the timeline of Geralt, this is, this is. Th- there mm-hmm. in the timeline it's before this and after that mm-hmm. you know um which I like a lot like I-, I I like that there was a part of there was like slight problem, not so much like problem solving but just like just figuring shit out in my own head mm-hmm. so where I'm just like, okay, like this character's still alive at this point. And what really like for me what genuinely threw a wrench in my theory at one point was when the one character, morphed into that guy that um uh do you remember like the the mage that was yeah, at the, the Sintra
0: the Sintra's mage yeah
1: Sintra's mage yeah, yeah. with the, like the beard and there was one point in the show where they like reveal that um like some sort of creature or person like used a spell or magic or whatever it was to tr- like transform themselves into that person and they killed the original version mm-hmm. i was like what the fuck and yeah. then i had to like and then think it goes back, back to previous again. episodes
0: it goes yeah. back to when he was good <laughs> so then I in your like, head what you're what like you're like that guy's evil though you're like wait no because this happened before that so he's totally a good guy
1: now <laughs> like <laughs> dude I, I was so fucking confused oh, i was so confused but i loved it you're i great. loved it like i i I, th- I think that was really good because it's like I, I was paying attention at that point to the show. Like, th- at that point in the show, I was not watching the show and doing other things. I was, like, if when I was watching the show, I was just watching it. That's yeah. it. And by that time, like, I would finally gotten a grasp on it. And I wouldn't do the normal thing that I would do when watching, like, binge watching through a show where I would finish the one episode, there'd be a really good cliffhanger, or just the story would end really well, and I'd be like, "All right, time time to go to the next episode." But I would like, I would back out of Netflix for a second, and then I would just sit there and be like, "Okay, so like this happened, so like that person's still alive. That person looked like this. They said that. So technically, it took place between episode this and episode that." Or these two events that happened on two completely different ends of the season.
0: Yeah, I would really like to see an edit of it in chronological order. That'd be very interesting to see. I don't think it would work story wise, but it would be an interesting thing to see. uh, Just like like where the timeline goes, because I know like all the Yennefer stuff that happened way before everything.
1: Yeah, that's the part that really like blew my mind was like the first episode when Yennefer mentions how long it's been since she's left like the i just call it the mage academy Mm -hmm. i can't remember what it was actually called but like when she's left that or no sorry sorceress academy and the next episode that you see her like post hump basically Mm -hmm. i guess is the best way to describe it is like she mentions that it's like oh you know like being a you know castle mage for 11 years and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> i'm like i'm supposed to i'm supposed to think this person still looks like that 10 years later
0: <laughs> yeah i it would kind of make sense for for a sorceress because of the enchantments that they go under but mm-hmm. i will say one thing that i think and show, she was
1: supposed to be very young
0: yeah yeah when
1: she was brought in as well yeah. which is also something that I, I that i let it go because of that
0: yeah like she was like a, a younger teenager when she got taken yeah. um one thing I do think the show kind of let me down for was they, they kind of do some, like the, a little bit of trickery when you, um, when they show the, the, the queen of Sintra uh, in the first episode, sorry. Um, when she's, uh, when she's dying in the first episode. Um, and then when you see her at the wedding and she's still alive, like four episodes later, fuck. (laughs) Um, she, uh, there's definitely something they did with her makeup to make her look older in the first episode and younger in that episode. So you can definitely yeah. tell like, oh, that is the same character. She's just much younger here, right? Yeah. And like, that's when it's clicking in your head. Um, but specifically for Yaskier, I'm just gonna call him Dandelion because he's Dandelion. Yeah, that's, um, that's
1: just who his character is, yeah.
0: They did not do enough, I don't think, to... Because for Geralt it makes sense because Witchers age differently than humans do, because totally. of the mutations it's like they go under. Has a
1: shit ton of mutations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if there's so many different things being thrown into play at yeah. that point. Geralt in the Witcher and three I is over a hundred years old. Exactly. So like they even live significantly longer mm-hmm. than humans. So it's like it totally makes sense. I would even totally be down for him looking, except for the scar. I want him to get the fucking scar. Oh, I think that's but, gonna
0: be like a like that's gonna be a little little thing in the later seasons. I hope
1: um, but like it's you know it makes sense like I would be totally cool with him looking the same age during the entire run of the show yeah because of the fact of all the mutations. also his
0: hair's stuff already stuff fucking like gray so
1: <laughs> exactly
0: um but uh, yeah for yaskier I th- they didn't do enough for me to to like like yeah to me it kind of seemed like they didn't do anything to age yaskier any differently as a way to try and like trick you a little bit and like Like make you like keep that moment of like realization when you realize the timelines are all different.
1: And even if it was like little things that you could explain it away, even if it was a linear timeline, something where it's like one episode he has a like a bit of a beard yeah. or maybe for an episode or two, he has like a, a mustache or a little bit of a different hairstyle, like something that shows like some episodes are taking place a little bit outside of the what at that point in the show, you believe is a linear timeline mm-hmm. of episodes, you know? So then by the time you, it does click in your head, Oh shit, these are not linear. You can be like, Oh, okay. So mustache Yaskier, gear. <laughs> was in episode two and episode four so they took place one after the other within you know the chronological order so it's like i i I totally agree i feel like with the asker they didn't do enough the other characters you know um i think they did a really good job with you know like like there wasn't many
0: crossover between like characters that are like in all of the timelines there's not many and the ones that there are yeah. they do they do an okay job at making you believe that they're like that same character but like 10 years later or something like that because like totally, that that, yeah. that mage um at the wedding versus the mage when um Sintra is being attacked by nilfgaard the, he does look different he looks a little chubbier totally i don't different. know if they like did something with like I don't think he's got a whiter some, beard. Yeah, as well. yeah, definitely a whiter beard. He's a little chubbier. It, he looks older, and they and again, they did the same thing with the queen, but they just they didn't do it at all with Yaskir, which is really weird. Especially when you think like that line of dialogue when Yennefer mentions Yaskir having the crow's feet, he doesn't have any crow. Like you can't see it on yeah. his character. Like that would be cool even like maybe don't do like the mustache or anything like that like that is a good idea but like if you're not going to do that at least when you point out hey yaskir you you sure have some crow's feet have him have them like make him look like he's older and more tired and sort of more cynical and like have him act maybe a little bit older right i don't know that's where they dropped the ball for me
1: that that was that was like that was an issue that I had as well, like just with that specific character. And like and I was thinking about it. And like for me, like my ideal situation, if you're not going to when it comes to age, make him look any different, because like you could easily just explain away of Yasker being the youngest out of all of them, because I'm assuming that's true. Yeah,
0: I mean, they don't um, really specify how old he was when he first met Geralt, but I'm assuming he was probably like late, like maybe like mid teens, maybe early 20s at most. It's probably not that old. Have
1: have them have two different loots. That'd be good. Yeah. During the parts where it's supposed to be earlier on in their adventure. Yeah, like it's an older one. Maybe it kind of looks like shit. And then in the episodes where they take place later in the timeline, it's a little nicer. Mm -hmm. But it's clearly a different loot. You know, just like little stuff like that, like maybe some differences of the clothes, like instead of just like the the top and bottoms that he has, maybe for the later episodes, give him a little bit of a cloak. You know, just like something to differentiate because he looks the same across every episode. Yes, I don't think they did a single thing to change his character.
0: I mean, I could be wrong, but like like just just from what I've seen, he doesn't look any different. He's the one I never noticed any difference in him.
1: But positive f- side for that character.
0: Oh, he's the best. <laughs> he's
1: he he's easily one of my favorite characters in yeah. the show. And the actor who played Yaskier fucking killed Dude, it. Dude, he
0: nailed it. The, my favorite like, parts of the show are all of the scenes with, with him and Geralt just bantering. Mm-hmm. Those are straight fire. Every time off, it would cut to a part where it's just Yaskier and Geralt doing some shit, I was like, all right, I mean, this is going to be a treat. I know it. I know this is yeah, going to be hilarious. The the fishing scene is probably my favorite scene in the whole fucking show. Oh,
1: that's so good. It's a
0: great scene. Um yeah, I love Gaster's character. He's great. The actor fucking nailed it. So Yeah,
1: I think uh I think another actor who just like absolutely knocked out of the park was um the actress who played Yennefer. Oh my god. I think she fucking killed it, dude. She's incredible. I think she was amazing. Yeah. And like and it was funny too because i like saw her face and i was like man i feel like i've seen her in something else before and then i look her up on imdb i'm like nope i haven't because she's had very little jobs yeah.
0: but <laughs> i'm like i'm really hoping holy that holy shit that, you know this is a
1: launching point for her me too because she's fantastic you her in a bunch of other stuff yeah, yeah she, she's amazing absolutely um i i honestly i feel like everybody kind of knocked it out of the park yeah i can't really um,
0: think of anyone that wasn't like that didn't you know hold their weight really
1: yeah because like i i saw some people you know having issues or complaints about Triss, but i wouldn't say that my complaints originate from the actress who played Triss. no no because i think she did a really good job it was their usage of the character yes that's where but I that's also a
0: thing where them. you have to think like you know this is still just season one you know exactly. they have plenty of time They're to develop using this her- character
1: yeah, they're just using her just to, like, remind people. Yeah, hey, to me, it
0: kind of... Hey, remember, Triss is here. It kind of seemed a bit fan having Triss there, but it also yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, Triss was kind of boring, but, like, also people forget Triss is pretty fucking boring. Like, Triss is pretty boring. <laughs> she's not, like, the most exciting character to be around in the games at all. Like, I mean, I haven't read the books, so I don't know if she's any different in the books. I imagine she's not because, you know, the games are very you know, true to the characters, but yeah. there's a reason why every time I play through the witcher three, I tell myself, all right, this time you're going to do the romance with Triss. And then I end up not doing it. and I just fuck Yennefer anyways. Like <laughs> there's <laughs> a reason why I've never done the romance with Triss because she bores me, but
1: it's okay. I, f- I fucked Kira Metz and then I killed her. So no, I whatever. mean, what my, are you gonna do, right? we all
0: fuck Kira Metz. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so, yeah. Her would be, yeah, I'd say, Triss would probably be the only character that I think didn't really reach their full potential, but you know they got time to do it. Like even the girl that they got to play Siri, she did a fantastic job.
1: Oh, such a good fucking job! There was she killed it. There were some moments
0: I kind of thought that the kid that they had played the the at elf boy, he was a little iffy, but that, you know, oh yeah, he's a kid. It's whatever. Like that, didn't, it didn't ruin the show for me at all.
1: Yeah, kid actors, it mm-hmm. happens. You know, like i sometimes it works sometimes it does sometimes you get a stranger things or it chapter one sometimes you get phantom menace fucking pick a number <laughs> yeah <laughs> choose a number and we'll get a movie for you mm-hmm. like it's 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 not perfect but but i also don't think that he was bad through the whole thing oh you know, no there Actually were just cer- there were just certain parts where i was like that is definitely a kid acting mm-hmm. <laughs> um but uh, yeah, man. One of the things that like I really, really, in- so I'm actually gonna bring up something still totally 100% Witcher related. W- the show. Um, let's bring it back to an article that I know you also saw because we talked about it. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast where it was an art- It was a clickbaity article that came out. It was before season one had come out, but it was after some behind closed doors like screenings and previews of like the first episode or two happen. And someone wrote an article basically along the lines of saying that like the f- choreography for the fighting in the Witcher, the Netflix series mm-hmm. made get the fight choreography in Game of Thrones. someone like looks like child's play or like made it yeah, look it was like some, it was basically like saying people that people like, fighting. yeah,
0: With like sticks. Just like another shit on
1: Game of Thrones fest. I'm gonna throw this out there for the internet. Okay, are you sitting down, Bobby? I'm I'm sitting down. Game of Thrones has easily, on television. I don't want to throw in movie as uh, as well because I don't feel fully confident on saying that. But within TV has easily, some of the best fucking fight set pieces and battle set pieces i have ever goddamn seen mm-hmm. Unfucking and I will, to my grave give game of thrones credit for that because it's credit they fucking deserve just because people don't like the final season or two doesn't mean that they have to shit on all the actual good stuff that the show did
0: yeah it's like it's like like look season eight of game of thrones season seven of game of thrones season five of game of thrones are all supreme dog shit yeah but this is also the show that, like like it's a show that gave us that, uh, the battle for, uh, for castle black at the end of season four. That's some, that's some of the the fucking best battle scenes I've ever seen in TV or movies. Like that's such a good fucking scene. Now like I think people kind of overrate the battle of the bastards, but it's still pretty good. It's still straight fire. And this show, I
1: think think castle black is better.
0: Oh, absolutely. Castle black is one of the best I've ever seen. Um, but this show just it didn't do any of that, which is fine. It doesn't need to.
1: Which which is good. And I actually liked that.
0: Yeah. Like they kind of had that, that one cool. battle scene in episode one, but it was kind of short and like it yeah. it looked OK. Like it, it looked pretty good. I'm not going to lie, but it wasn't like it wasn't an important part of the story. And to be honest, I don't yeah. think a show about a witcher. As your main character and like a sorceress. As your secondary main character and a fucking little girl really needs <laughs> yeah. those like big giant, you know, set piece battles. Right. Yeah. Because to me, what the Witcher did better than Game of Thrones was the like one on one combat.
1: Totally. Right? That that fight scene between who is that uh, that character that he ends up like basically is like the final boss <laughs> Of the first episode that that woman that he meets. oh Renfri 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 thank you that was that, fucking great that ending sequence between him and Renfri fighting was amazing dude
0: some of the best like sword choreography I, I, I've seen like obviously there are things that are better because they are more specialized mm-hmm. in that stuff but just in terms of like in a general you know for casual audiences tv show some of the best fight choreography for like just two people fighting. It it was fantastic. And especially the, the scene before that where the, where the nickname, the butcher of Blaviken Bay comes from dude, when he just mows down all those fucking dudes.
1: Like that's for me. was like,
0: I was like, this, this show has me completely. Now I will watch every episode of the show just because of that fight scene.
1: I know they mentioned that where he was, 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 blaviken Mm -hmm. but for some reason it didn't click in my head yeah the nickname was yeah and the nickname and even through the whole episode it didn't click i was just so i was running i was fucking running high i was like also it's a pretty
0: generic name for like a medieval fantasy town you know
1: exactly so it's like i'm like that's this is amazing but it still registered in my head blaviken it's also a super easy name to remember Mm mm-hmm you know and like i had recognized it but it just didn't click it didn't a- a match up with the information in my head but then in like an episode or two later when someone refers to him as the butcher of blaviken and it clicked in my head that the fight scene at the end of the first episode was him basically getting not basic him literally yeah. getting the nickname the butcher of blaviken i almost fucking shit my pants that's fine it was like so good. i freaked out i was like holy shit i'm like that's how he gets the name butcher of blaviken i'm like that's amazing Mm -hmm. like that's so good like and it was cool too because it's like it was it was just it it was just really really good like i I, me remembering the fact that that's how that is him in the situation that gains him that nickname um even completely forgetting about that and 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 just like just forgetting about it it clearly showed that having that pre-existing knowledge didn't matter yeah <laughs> it didn't fucking matter <laughs> whatsoever that episode was amazing it that episode i feel like is such a great description and and the show as a whole but specifically that episode of show don't tell mm-hmm. um i'll agree on that there was so many moments, and like, and there's never a moment during the in, like during the entire show, unless it's Geralt trying to be intimidating. Of there's rarely ever moments of Geralt looking at someone and being like, you know what. I'm fucking awesome. Yeah. I am so badass. I could kill everybody in this entire room and I would barely be breaking a sweat. And then I would go bang some women in the back and I'd be Gucci. Like there's never a single moment in the show where he does that. Mm -hmm. But there's people around him being like the butcher of Blaviken, the white wolf. He's a witcher. That's Geralt of Riviera. Like there's all these people around them talking about him. But he's like, I don't care about that. Yeah, He's like,
0: I just care about coin. To me, like, that is the, like, best part. I don't say the best part. It's one of my favorite parts of Geralt just as a character. Um, and I really like the fact that they kept that so, like, intrinsic to the show. Like, they didn't want him to be, like, some, like, cocky, you know, smirking to people. Like, mm-hmm. I'll fucking kill you, motherfucker. Like, they didn't do any of that. They, It's just, it's Geralt as he is in The Witcher lore and yeah yeah that episode nailed it because even as he's fucking massacring all of those dudes he doesn't he doesn't like make a little quirky comment he does, doesn't do any of that shit he just does yep. it and then he moves on with his fucking day
1: <laughs> it's fucking amazing
0: <laughs> like to and me like the, that- the best part the the quintessential Geralt moment in that episode for me is when he he's approaching that last guy right he's, he's mowed down everyone else and there's the last guy he's got like that cool weapon and you think like oh like maybe this is gonna like there's gonna be some sort of like you know some sort of challenge with this guy Like he's gonna fight him for a little bit longer and Geralt doesn't say anything there's no there's no dialogue between them they just start fighting and Geralt kills him in like two seconds
1: <laughs> yeah just
0: mows through him yeah. like it's nothing like you're supposed to think like they, they pace that as if he's gonna be the one that Geralt has trouble fighting
1: yeah, because that's normally where they're placed. Mm-hmm.
0: And they give him the cool weapon and everything, and they, you know, they establish that that's the guy that's like talking shit to Geralt and like all that stuff. They do that perfectly. And like I, I think I might just be overanalyzing such a small thing in the show, but honestly, the fact that they took that time to establish that character as look, this is the asshole that Geralt hates because he talks shit to him and like, oh, he's got the super badass weapon that's like super cool and could probably kill Geralt and like, oh, he's killed everyone else and now it's just just the two of them fighting one-on-one and then Geralt just fucking kills him, chops his fucking head off and then he's just leaning up against a wall with his fucking head cut off.
1: Dude, it's so sick. Like, but like one of the things that I loved about that episode too is it, it's a really good representation of Geralt as a character because like, I I don't know if it's mentioned at all in the video games. Like I I can't like, like I said, like I never finished the main plot of the video games at all. But one of the few things of Witcher lore that I do know is, is that the mutations and how it was done on Geralt was basically a new process. Like he's supposed to be a Witcher 2.0. He's supposed to be a next generation version of it, basically, um, which is the, also the reason why they portray him to be the best witcher out of all of them. Um, also, why but, he's the only
0: one that has white hair. Exactly. I mean, except for Vesemir, but that's just because Vesemir he's old as <laughs> fuck. Um,
1: but one of the big characteristics for Geralt is that even though he's this like nonstop killing machine, will do anything as long as he's getting paid right for it. Um, there is a side effect, which is the fact that he has trouble not creating relationships with people, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't want to. Like he, like there's so, and especially it showed in the show too. Like there's so many times where he's just like, like with Yasgiri it's like, he doesn't want to fucking hang out with this guy. <laughs> he doesn't, <laughs> but
0: yeah, he he's annoying does. and he's just fucking always getting in the way, but he loves he's him. singing all the time. Yeah. Same like, with Jennifer. He like, you know, I'm sure if he had like his just objective way of it where he could just pick it you wouldn't fucking do anything with Yennefer. You just fuck Yennefer. Like, well, fuck Yennefer yeah. and then fuck Yennefer, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and, and that's one of the, that's like one of the things that I think is portrayed really well over the season as a whole, but specifically the first episode mm-hmm. is that moment that you're talking about where it's like, he gets through all these guys and then he gets to that one person. who has got the cool weapon. It's the guy who's talking shit all the time and who would be the person who is difficult to fight but it's not him. It's Renfri who is the only person out of those characters that he has a previous, uh, like a previous relationship. Yeah. With. And he like cares an about her and he doesn't connection. want to kill her. Yeah. But he, he knows he has to.
0: Yeah. Like he even says that line of dialogue where he says, if our, like, or like if our swords touch or something like, like he says something like that, where it's like, if our swords cross, you know, that's it. And then yeah. like, he's basically telling like, look, you just saw what I did. Don't like don't do this because I will kill you and I really don't want to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, like okay. it's just like Geralt is such a fucking great character. And this show is like it's the like the way that they portray Geralt in the show, the way that Henry Cavill, like, you know, his performance as Geralt and the, the script for all of his stuff. It's so good. And it's so like. Essential to his character, it's fucking amazing. And the first episode, to me, is the perfect encapsulation of that.
1: Totally, one hundred percent. Um, man, man, we, we apparently we really like this first episode. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> Forty minutes in, we're on episode one. <laughs>
1: um, let's. Uh, what is your what's your favorite episode? Um,
0: I would probably have to say episode one, but. Then I'd probably also have to say the, the one where they fight the dragon is pretty fucking cool. That's pretty cool. Um, the one where they fight the djinn is pretty cool. The wedding one's pretty... Like, they're all really good episodes, but I'd probably say, yeah, yeah my favorite's probably episode one. Even though there's no Yennefer, who is my <laughs> favorite character.
1: Mine's, uh, mine's episode... F- I think it's episode five. The wedding. Mm. The, we- the wedding episode. That my, a th- good that's, fucking episode. That's my favorite... Uh, I think mostly because that was the that was the episode when it finally clicked in my head that um the episodes weren't at least like for certain characters they weren't happening in in linear order. Um there was a part and I'm not I'm not proud of this. I didn't realize it until about three quarters of the way through the episode. <laughs> um I thought maybe it was this weird thing where it's like I was like, maybe just the actresses really look the same. Yeah, maybe like, it's like maybe the it's, daughter
0: or something.
1: Or maybe they're doing that weird fucking thing where it's like a really popular show. But for some reason, they're reusing actors for some stupid fucking reason. You know, like whatever it is, it must be some sort of explaining away. And then as the episode was progressing and I was seeing more and more characters show up that I had seen previously in the first episode um, during the Newt Guardian attack. And I was like, oh, I'm like that's really fucking weird. And then the hedgehog guy came in and the law of surprise, which we'll get into the law of surprise in a second. Um, and that's when it started like clicking in my head where I was like, oh, I'm like, this must've taken beforehand. I'm like, that makes sense because that character was referred to as Siri's grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm and like, then well, there's her I'm daughter like, maybe that there's looks gonna be... a lot like Siri. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And I was like, maybe there's going to be some sort of reveal of like who, the parents are, me being a complete fucking moron of the fact that they very clearly hired an actress that looks like the exact same actress mm-hmm. who plays Siri, but me and my Dumbo brain completely skips past that. And it was the moment when Gerald goes to leave and um, the hedgehog, now human guy. <laughs> is like i must repay you and like they have that back and forth and then he's like the law of surprise and and girl's like no 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 no, and the guy's like no 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 the law of surprise and he's like okay fine i'll accept it and then boom the girl vomits and i was like oh okay that's siri's mother yeah (laughs) like finally it clicked in my head and i was like oh that's siri's mother i'm like oh wait okay well then that explains this and that explains that of like previous episodes and i was like Oh, Gerald's yeah, story like is like a linear. sick
0: domino effect where it's all yeah I was, place. And
1: like and it when I finally hit the moment in my head where I was like, Oh, gerald's story isn't linear. I'm like, Oh. Eh, you know what? It's fucking sick. Yeah, fuck it. It's cool. Well, that's really cool. It I'm is like cool. I like that a lot.
0: I am glad though that they're ditching that for season two.
1: <laughs> like Me too. Me too. I, I definitely it, want just a more works. linear story
0: of these characters.
1: It works for the story that they were telling at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It made sense. Yeah, the because lead up to them meeting
0: it, and everything, and yeah.
1: Yeah, it coming all back around of, like, the rev- the reveal in the finale where it's like, oh, my God, Geralt was, ju- was in the castle that whole time. Yeah. You know, like, that kind of stuff, like, that reveal, everything making sense, it totally worked. But I-, I also agree that, like, I'm really glad. Like, I'm totally down for, you know, one-off episodes where it's like, hey, let's see Geralt on a job years ago where he meets a popular side character mm-hmm, who that then eventually back, shows yeah. up later on in the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like something like that, like that I'm totally down with, but I'm glad that they're kind of getting rid of the jumping around because I wouldn't be able to watch two seasons in a row of something like yeah, that. Plus that would I feel like too much like,
0: me. like after season one doing it, it would get old at over time, you know, and it would just become a thing <laughs> where like something's happening and like all that's in your head is just like fucking wonder when this takes place. Like it would kind of get a bit annoying a certain point. I would
1: also feel like it'd be showing off. Yeah, it would. Be, it would be the writer showing off. Like it worked in the first season. Mm-hmm. Totally worked. One hundred percent. No question. But if they continue to do it, they're like, "Oh, we we got we you know we got him with the first season. Let's do it with the second. And it's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. It worked mm-hmm. for the first season. Yeah, That's leave it alone. <clears throat> yeah. That's like if that's like if Tarantino only made movies where the plot jumped around literally everywhere. Like his movies still kind of jump around like a little bit, but not as much as like Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, like Pulp Fiction is constant, but it works for that movie. Mm-hmm. Just like but this, it wouldn't it works work here. the same for. Ingl- but it wouldn't work for Inglorious Bastards, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing for this. Yeah. Um, but uh. One thing I do hope for season two that I I don't know why, but like I have this feeling that it was kind of lacking for this in season one. I want more monsters.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: I want drowners.
0: I definitely would like them to flesh out that part of the world again, because like both you and me um, like have, you know, since the show, Gone back, redownloaded the game, started playing it again. Um, and one thing that is a, like definite like night and day difference between the world that the show shows and the world that the uh, game show is the sheer density of monsters in the world. And there also, wasn't very many okay. in, the, in the show. Like There were some and they were really well done when they were done. Um, yeah, especially that fucking like the the one that was like it was like a devil that was stealing the stuff or something. And then it turned out it was just like, it was just like a fucking weird goat man.
1: That was awesome. Yeah. That was super cool. That was fucking really cool. I really quick. Just want to throw this out there. This isn't directed at you specifically because I know, you know, and I know we're both on the same page with this, but for people listening, just so you are fully aware, both Bobby and myself are 100% understanding of the fact that the show is not adapting the, Video yes, games, yes, and that they are adapting the books. Mm-hmm. We are fully aware of that, we are just using it as our only form of comparison. I've read a little bit of the books, I've read a couple of the short stories, and I recently started listening to the audiobook for one of the first full novels. But I, I have significantly more information based off of the video games than the books. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're just basing it off of. But just so people know, we're fully aware of the fact that they're adapting the books and not the video games. Yes. All right. Sorry. Keep going. No, I just no, no, to that that sure is an that important that preface. Clear. That's important <laughs> preface.
0: Yeah. I know they're not making Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt the TV show. <laughs> dude,
1: uh, imagine a season of Wild Hunt. Oh, don't. bro.
0: If they get to that point, I don't know if they will, but if they do,
1: oh, that's going to be straight Fuck, fire. Dude. That's going to be straight fire. Um, um, But back to monsters. The monster in the first episode, in the very first scene with Geralt, where like he's all like potioned out and shit like that, and it's like that weird spider creature. That
0: I wanted so much more of that, bro.
1: (laughs) Me too. I wanted so much more of that. And like the fact that it was like part, like half practical, half digital, really fucking. Mm -hmm. That got me. I'm a huge. Like, I'm a huge fan of, like, I'm a big fan of, like, really, really impressive digital effects, and I'm probably more impressed by practical effects, just because of, like, what people have been able to do in the past. But what really gets my goat, and I love so much, is a mixture of both practical and digital effects Mm -hmm. that just looks fucking beautiful. Like, IT Chapter 1, ugh, Dude, Mm -hmm. and like, but this show is like another clear example of that. Like, it does such a phenomenal job of, like, doing as much as they can in practical and just enhancing it with digital, and it just looking fucking amazing. It was
0: great. Um, Like, I can
1: understand the dragon being all digital, but even then,
0: it was fucking sick. It did look really cool. (laughs) Cool, Um, really cool. The like the gold sheen on it and everything. It looked fucking great. The the mouth sync was a little off, but whatever. Weird. How are you gonna like? How are you going to mouse think a dragon to, to a human talking? <laughs> you know, not exactly. everyone has the the Hobbit budget that can do that with Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, but yeah, and I, I, yeah, I, I was uh, a little disappointed. There's that one episode where he was um, helping that one town, like that mining town um, up in like the, the snowy mountains. Um, Cause they had like the, it was like the cursed princess or whatever.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: And um, there was that moment where he had the person that put the curse on the child and he was, like, using him as bait to bait out the the princess. <laughs> and uh, then when, it, like, it clicks in his head that, like, he has to do this right now. He can't wait because there's something where, like, something about doing it at dawn or something. Um, and it clicks in his head. He's getting really frustrated. And he just downs a bunch of potions really quick. I really wish that they did more with that effect of him just being all fucking just like his face is all fucking poisoned as fuck and he looks yeah, sh- like total too. shit. I wish they did a little bit more with that. And I was hoping f- when he started downing those potions, in that episode I was like, we're about to get a fucking sick girl fight where he's fighting this monster and his face is all fucked, but they didn't do that.
1: But I mean, that's fine. I'll, I also fine. would have been down to seeing like an entire scene of the after effects.
0: Oh yeah. Like, like what it's like, like him, for him like coming basically down being
1: from potion that? drunk, like hungover. Mm-hmm. Like what you the know, come like down from that must
0: like, be, must be pretty fucking terrible.
1: Yeah, like and, and like that would also be a perfect moment for <laughs> for a scene between Geralt and Yaskir. Mm-hmm. Like Geralt's literally like potion hungover, like he's vomiting everywhere, mm-hmm. and like he just he's like heavily sweating, like and he just looks like absolute. Yeah, shit.
0: And he's just in no mood for Yaskir, but Yaskir keeps fucking bantering him the whole time. But, like that'd be great.
1: But he's the, but he's the only person that isn't. <laughs> I'm just thinking about this now, but Yaskir is the only person in town that isn't too scared to help him, so he has to be the
0: person to nurse him back to health. Oh man, I think you just wrote an episode for season two. Right
1: <laughs> that sounds
0: fucking awesome.
1: Fuck, that would be so funny. Man. Holy shit! Like he's like dabbing his fucking forehead with a towel. <laughs> oh, you know, God. I just keep
0: saying shit, and Carol's like, "Just shut the fuck up."
1: <laughs> and he's like he's like he's like dabbing his forehead and he's like singing that song <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. um yeah. but uh yeah man i thought i just thought like the, i thought the show as a whole was like really really good i'm very excited for the second season i'm glad it's getting the love that it is mm-hmm. um I was it was really a little worried.
0: critically panned when it first came out which was strange to me like
1: yeah i was expecting the opposite
0: yeah yeah, I uh, really was, like, too, especially, you know, there was not as much as like obviously what happened with Watchmen. There was a little bit of some, you know, because everything has to have a little bit of political controversy around it these days. There was a little bit of that. So I was kind of expecting the audience yeah. score to be a lot lower and the critic score to be a lot higher. But it was the complete opposite. Um, but yeah, the, the love that it's getting just from the audience is incredible and especially like totally. when you have news stories coming out about how the Witcher 3 surpassed its like all-time high player list on Steam like that's mm-hmm. that is so impressive for a TV show to do that
1: so i uh e- even though like i feel like i feel like in the future we should have an episode where ex- we exclusively talk about um like review in general like as a whatever i'll talk to you about it after the podcast but it's like
0: review culture and yeah exactly i'm 100% on board with that because i've a uh, you know based on the small conversations we've had about this boy i got a fucking lot to say about that shit uh
1: one of the things is i rarely go on rotten tomatoes but if i ever do i almost never pay attention to the uh critic score it's the audience score that i care about Because that's more of a, I feel like that is more akin to how I would possibly feel Mm -hmm. about something. I have, I have a higher success rate of enjoying something either at the same level of what the audience score is or possibly higher. So for example, right now, the entire first season of The Witcher, critic score, 64%. Fuck off. I want I I want you to guess what you think the audience score is.
0: I'm say like,
1: I'll, I'll give it
0: like a like a mid '80s, mid to high
1: '93. That's solid. Yeah, super solid. I like it way more um, than that. Though, I'll tell you that. Oh, me too. I would probably give it like a 96 mm-hmm. personally. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say a hundred. Wouldn't say a hundred. Um, but 96, like easily. There's. Okay, there's one thing that I gotta check, though. There's one thing I gotta check. Since we're talking about Witcher and it just works, uh, is I wanna see what else the fucking creator of the show has worked on. Because, dear lord, if they're a showrunner, if they just are getting their first job as a showrunner, where have they been? (laughs) Um... Oh, uh, it's a woman, so probably first job as a showrunner. Let's be honest yeah. here. Um, yeah, we're kind of just reaching oh, that point in Hollywood. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. What's up? Um, so as a writer, uh, she has previous credits as two writers for writer as two of the episodes for the Umbrella Academy. Um. Wrote a bunch of the episodes of The Defenders. But here is where she probably gets. Oh, shit. OK, so do you remember the prison break episode in Daredevil season two? Uh Yes. She wrote that. Fuck. <laughs> that's Um, a straight fire episode oh she was a staff writer for a uh, for over a year on the west wing that's not bad that makes sense uh also executive producer executive producer on all or sorry no two so daredevil and the defenders executive producer on both of those shows
0: not bad not bad
1: including the umbrella academy as well and also a show called power and parenthood I've heard power really is really
0: good. I've heard power is really good. And also
1: another show called private practice. So like, dude, she's got the receipts that mm-hmm. she's good at her job. <laughs> I mean, look, the Witcher's
0: would... is a fucking long ass receipt on how good she is like this. Oh, easily. This is like, uh, this is looking up to be possibly one of my favorite shows. If, if it stays on this level, um, dude. I'm
1: digging it. Lauren, Lauren Schmidt, i know you're not listening but if you're listening (laughs) creator creator the watchman dude we got you (laughs) (laughs) whatever you do after the witcher i'm fucking in absolutely no question i'm in sorry i hit my cup on my mic stand um but uh yeah man there's like there's a lot of really cool tv there's a i'll talk to you about that after the podcast <laughs> it's, it's a potential future episode that we tu- t- tweeted about earlier mm. so i guess it's not like it's not a it's not a secret we might add, we might do a future goop episode which is kind of funny i can't but, believe that's um, real
0: I, you, that, that little clip and that tweet you sent me man that <laughs> is it's gonna be good too because happened- i feel like with you know uh like the mandalorian uh watchman and now this we i mean i know we had rise of skywalker and the star wars deep dive in between that which is kind of negative but we, i feel like we're too positive you know we got we gotta too. start clowning on some fools and there's no well, one more deserving than Gwyneth fucking peltro
1: that's why i think our next episode should be our decade in review because i know we're both going to clash on a lot oh, yeah, of it's shit great. It's and it's going to be awesome um it, now we're getting to about an hour is there anything that like anything more you want to talk uh you want to talk about the Witcher
0: um i would like to talk about the very last scene in the last episode of the Witcher because okay um i mean i know probably a lot of people that played the game uh will also probably feel this but that last scene when geralt and Siri finally if they finally meet you like it's you know, it's showing you on screen the first time that they've ever met each other. And obviously The Witcher 3 does a very good job of establishing their relationship already. But obviously because it's the third in a series, which is also, you know, sequels to many books that all have them as characters. um, There's a lot of history there. Um, And just the fact that, (laughs) spoiler alert, um, the moment in the game... When you finally find her after like searching for her the whole game and like being worried about her well-being and scared that maybe she's dead, like all that stuff. When you finally find her in the game, like in my opinion, that is that is my favorite gaming moment in my entire life. Like I've never felt more of an emotional rush playing a video game than I did doing that quest when you finally fucking find her and that scene between the two of them when they finally meet and they're looking at each other and she's all like who's jennifer and then it cuts to me like it didn't have that quite of an like that like insane amount of an impact on me but it definitely harkened back to that moment when i was first playing Mm -hmm. the game for the first time and i finally got to that part and i finally saw her and like man it was it was really well done. The actress that plays Siri is really good. And they they nailed that scene to me. And to me, knowing that at some point in the show, Geralt and Siri obviously have to meet. Um to me, as someone where like their relationship to me is like like that's what The Witcher is about, is that? And I understand it's not like the main story of The Witcher over all of the books and all the games is not about that, but to me, that's what my th- that's what I wanted to be about that's my favorite aspect of the of the story to me that moment had to be perfect and it yeah. was and I have given kudos for that
1: me too yeah I, I I totally agree like I think that was like the like a a huge highlight in the entire show you know because it's like <clears throat> you have uh you know, Basically, at this point, because it's the end of the final episode, you have eight full episodes of not just them searching for each other, but eight episodes of. Even though the episodes are not linear, there are still certain situations where they come so close.
0: Yeah. Like it even shows like when in, in the first episode when she's playing that game in the streets. And then she like turns to look at something. We don't know what yeah. it is. Like that was Geralt. Like that. That's yeah. and they so show good. that in
1: a later episode. Yeah. Like and I and I thought that was like so good. So it's like even though, like, you know, you have like all these episodes of being like, they're searching for each other. They are each other's destiny. You know, it is. Oh man, Geralt's they say they say that line. it be a dad. <laughs> oh my god, that and the law of surprise. Fucking Christ. Yeah. Um, you know that like an entire season to TV. And then they finally meet each other. And it's this great emotional rush of just being like, they finally met each other. And I'm like, this is it. I'm like, they're going to embrace. It's going to punch in. Like it's going to slowly zoom in and then it's going to cut to credits. And they, they, they zoom in. She looks up at him and I'm like, this is great. And then she goes, who's Yennefer. And then it cuts to credits. And I was like, you fucking dicks. That's brilliant. like, you are assholes. It's the
0: ultimate cock tease. I love it.
1: Cause like, like, oh man, I was so annoyed. I was like, and it wasn't even a situation where I'm like, why would she like, of course, of course she would know of Yennefer, but it's just one of those things where it's like, I would have been perfectly content and still would have thought it would have been an amazing ending if it just ended off with them Meeting for the first time and embracing and being like, I like each other basically in that moment being like, I got you. But then to like add that little extra thing of like, where's Yennefer? That's what like really sold it for me. Where I was like, that was a great season of television. That mm-hmm. was an, that was a fantastic season of TV. It was so good. Yeah. I can't wait for the next one. It's going to be fantastic.
0: 100%. I'm on board with this show 100%. Um, but,
1: uh, yeah, the, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, oh, two things that I, I that I, I gotta mention about the show real quick. First, music, amazing. Oh, fantastic! Phenomenal. Uh, I'm really glad that they brought the fucking ha! ladies from the <laughs> video game yep. into the TV show. That really, that really, uh, that really got me. I think without uh, that
0: that sound playing every single time you complete a fucking quest. I don't think I would have played as much as the Witcher three. I don't think I would have got to the point where it hooked me in. If I didn't have I, that satisfaction I, of the,
1: hey, every time. I fucking, there's so many times where I'm like sitting at my computer. I have my headphones on Paris. Cause like I can't hear my video game. I'm just like sitting there. She's watching like TV or whatever. And I'm like sitting there. I'm just playing games. And then I don't know where she hears me go. Ha! <laughs> <laughs>
0: So yeah kudos <laughs> for bringing that into the show i loved it
1: um other thing was what was it it was fuck i forgot it already what was it it was music and holy shit
0: no oh, something cool fuck
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's gonna annoy me um i can't remember <laughs> find out next week Find <laughs> out next the- week on dragon ball z where we're now three or four weeks past the release of Witcher, <laughs> um, yeah, I I can't I can't remember. I remember music was one of them. I feel like it was another. Pre- oh, there we go, God eat. um, the title cards. Ooh, ooh title cards. I thought that was so good. Like the entire show is like like every single episode. I was like once it it wasn't to like the third episode when I realized that each episode, we're going to have a different symbol on the title card. Cause like, I recognize the fact that the first and second one were different, but I thought mm-hmm. maybe it was one of those things where it's like the first episode, it's that one. Cause it's like the quote unquote pilot, even though I know it's not really how Netflix works, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then once the third episode hit and it was a different one, I was like, oh, cool. They're going to do a different one, uh, each episode. And like the symbol is, representative of of uh, a big plot th- related thing for that episode i thought that was really really cool mm-hmm. but then when the finale um title card sequence started and the music that normally played during the title card it was was like a lot more like like operatic yeah, it was like and a fucking, like fucking Tanya remix of it. it was fucking sick, and then it and then it shows all of the symbols in a circle, and they all start like melting into each other, and then it pans back and it's reveal of its and, and it's Geralt's white wolf Witcher symbol, mm. and it just says the Witcher. I was like,
0: badass. That was badass. Bravo,
1: dude. Bra fucking vo, dude. Amazing. I thought that was so cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's great, and that was such like a low key. Thing there was no like it was just like hey like symbol 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 like cool like sweet awesome that's super dope and then it was just like that nice little thing where it's like ah oh, that's dope yeah like paying attention to the fact that they were all different that of itself was worth it in in the end there was like a nice little extra thing for you that if where they're like hey if you noticed that they're all separate here's a little you know here's a little treat for you
0: here's a little biscuit for you right the here's, end. A
1: little, here's a little white wolf biscuit <laughs> all Damn, right so good hell yeah um i personally i don't have anything else to say about the show besides that it's fucking amazing yeah I mean, go watch it if you haven't watched it yeah go watch witch
0: sure it's great
1: or watch the Vivich
0: that's also good <laughs> that's it's also, also good
1: very good yeah um but uh do you have anything else to no man
0: just uh i mean i'm excited to do uh our decade review that's gonna be a fun one definitely the that one i've been be looking forward one. to the most
1: it, de- it, it it is one for still doing for my me. list
0: it's fucking hard
1: <laughs> me too do you want to give like do you want to each do like a little hint to one specific thing in a certain category like uh, like for example like just as like a hint for the listeners let me uh uh google notes sorry uh like i'm pulling up my list here uh so i have i have like a list i started with movies first Mm -hmm. and so like as a little hint for the people listening at home uh 2012 so like basically how i was doing it is i went by year and I wrote down all the movies that I watched and liked that year, and then whittled them down to three. And then once the decade's over, I'm going to go through that list and pick my top five. For 2012, my top three, in no particular order, uh, were Skyfall, Django Unchained, and The Dark Knight Rises for 2012. Mm. It's a little little taste, a little hint at uh, what's to come.
0: I will say mine mine is that I got I got my uh top 5 games. Ooh. Yeah. None of them are from the same genre as any of the other ones in the top 5.
1: Nice. Every single one though. of my
0: top 5 is of, of a different genre.
1: That's good though. Yeah. That means and I didn't even like very,
0: didn't even intend to do that. I just I noticed that, that as I wrote it down.
1: That that means you, you know, you went through and you played a di- uh, a, a diverse um, cast of video games mm-hmm. over the last ten ye- over the last ten years. Jesus, ten years, fucking Christ, that's crazy. You realize that this upcoming decade is going to be the decade that we turn thirty. I want to fucking, fucking die. Don't say that to me. <laughs> I'm only bringing it up because a coworker brought it up to me earlier today, Man. and I was like, I want to fucking kill you.
0: I brought this up to my fucking my boss. I mean, I know this is completely irrelevant to the podcast, but me and my boss are both pretty fucking heavy NBA fans. And I, I just point out to him that we are now in the decade that LeBron James will retire in. That's Ooh. fucking banana sauce to me, bro. The, <laughs> I've never <laughs> in my life watched the NBA without LeBron James in it.
1: I, I've never in my life heard the term banana sauce. Saucy banana. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> All right. All right. We should uh, wrap up the podcast so here we here can go. talk about podcast stuff off of the podcast.
0: I'm a poop first.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go say goodnight to Paris first right. as well. I uh, um, will right, say goodnight so to Paris. So, thank you for listening to the Stop Listening Now podcast. Uh, normal, uh, normal stuff as usual. You can follow us on Twitter, uh, write and review us on iTunes. Anything needed, it will be in the disc- note podcast notes, including links. We should also
0: probably announce that mm-hmm. that we will uh, going forward be uploading on YouTube.
1: Oh yeah, we're gonna be uploading yeah. on YouTube uh, uh, every episode for the podcast comes out on Mondays, the audio and how it's going to work is the video podcast will be coming out on Wednesdays of the same week. So, uh, basically there will be like a really quick, like rapid succession of episodes coming out in like a couple days day span, just to make sure that we're up to date on the YouTube channel. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll be on YouTube. Uh, also a link in the, descri- in the podcast notes for the YouTube channel as well. I don't think uh, at the moment we don't have any plans for anything else to go up there. Uh, I'm not really thinking about that at the time. I'm just focusing on the podcast itself, yeah. trying to create a base mm-hmm. for us to have. Um, but if there is anything video related outside of the podcast, that is that both of us, it would go up there. But we're we're not like this is an, an announcement. Yeah, for we're anything not like because, you know, solidifying. We, we don't plans have anything, do that, but,
0: you know. Yeah, video making is but, something I, I, I have recently uh, been planning on getting back into so who knows who knows too.
1: all right well thank you for listening to the podcast we'll see you guys you next time toss a coin to your witcher oh valley of plenty oh valley of plenty toss a coin to your witcher